When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Rank. The concept is simple. Meet a guest, a topic, five things each to support that topic. Get it? Got it? Good. We are here to rank Star Wars. And if you are a longtime listener to the Force Center podcast or the Napsack Files podcast, or just follow me around in the world, you will notice and recall that I'm a Big professional wrestling fan. It has been in my blood, my heart, my life for a long time. I've been in and out of the pro wrestling world, too, working in the independents as a manager, 
occasionally a wrestler on one big occasion and uh, booking and helping to run Millennium Pro Wrestling in Simi Valley in Moorpark, California. So wrestling is, it runs deep in my heart and the love of wrestling, love of storytelling, I think has helped me connect to storytellings of other styles and mediums and forms of entertainment and Star Wars, perhaps number one on, on that list. So am I going to tw- uh, try, <laughs> am I going to try to intertwine these two? topics that i love so much well i kind of already do when i mention wrestling a lot on star wars podcast but today we're going to directly do it with the best star wars pro wrestlers what characters from star wars would make the best pro wrestlers and to do that i can think of no one better than this man now returning to force center former host of jedi alliance continuing uh, a lineage started by mod garrett myself carried on by joseph scrimshaw john roca it is Mark Donica. For a second, I thought you were going to say Frankie Kazarian. Well, you know what? <laughs> Frankie and I, we have a good rapport. We're friends. Occasionally, we'll get a text conversation going about Star Wars. But, uh, you know, he's he's out traveling the world as yes, he is. part of Ring of Honor. But, Mark, you, not just, you're not just a wrestling fan. You know wrestling. You live wrestling. You've studied wrestling. You're a burgeoning wrestling historian. Uh, we got to get you out to the Cauliflower Alley Cub. I would, I would there. absolutely love to. Got to join that membership. It's, it's like thirty bucks. It's mm-hmm. all it takes to join history. Uh, but I could not think of anyone else better fit right now to discuss this topic with me. And you were just at WrestleMania 34. Yes, I was. Uh, if you'd tell myself as a kid, some of the stuff that I've been able to do the past couple of years as a, uh, not a professional wrestler, but as I like to call myself a, uh, wrestling professional, right. As opposed to a professional wrestler. Uh, I, uh, I, w- I wouldn't believe myself. It, yeah. it was an, a, an amazing show, an amazing couple of shows, an amazing weekend, and I got to see and talk to some of the greatest in the in the industry. Right. Um, and the only other name that I will drop before I pick both of the ones yeah. uh, back up off the ground um, <laughs> was I, I got the benefit of spending the weekend with uh, Sean Waltman, known yeah. as X-Pac. Uh, um, I produce his podcast. I'll more about that later. But um, we were next to Mean Gene Okerlund all right. weekend. So to be able just to sit under Mean that Gene, tree, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. It I, was uh, it was a, a delight. I had the pleasure of meeting Mean Gene too at the at the Cauliflower Alley Club. Wonderful. It's good. And, you know the other you got a you got a name drop. Our dear old friend Kathy Kelly. Oh, of course, Kathy Kelly. Who yeah, I, I got to see her at the shows. Her, but is also a huge Star Wars fan. Yes, she so, is. So you know what? If she was available, Mark, I might have booted you. I, you know what? I wouldn't have blamed you, but I still might have come anyway just to say hi. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Kathy is great. And uh, yeah, if you follow her Instagram, there's always at least once, once or twice a week, a good Star Wars post mm-hmm. from Kathy over there. Wrestling and Star Wars storytelling—that's what connects them. So we're gonna have fun with our list today and talk about the Star Wars characters we think would be the best professional wrestlers working our way five to one. And we are going to start with your number one, Mark Donick. Uh, with my number one, uh, my list, I wasn't thinking just of, oh, that guy looks like you take somebody in a fight because a lot of the characters right. that we do see end up getting in some sort of a scrape, some sort of a tussle. Um, but I wanted to go a little bit further, especially mm-hmm. with this uh, this person in particular, uh, in terms of the emotion, the storytelling. Um, I'm going with Quinlan Voss. Ooh, yes. I like that. Um, a, a man known for both the light side and the dark. Mm. Um, I see him as kind of an edge, like uh-huh. uh, rides the line on, on both sides, goes dark if he needs to, to get the job done. Right. Uh, and and we, we didn't get to see too much uh, 
like move, movement in terms of fighting <laughs> when it came to the Clone Wars series, but um, him taking him and Obi Wan taking on Cad Bane uh, right. in Clone Wars uh, was a was a good indicator that not just with uh, he he wasn't good with just his lightsaber, but hand to hand as well, and he he had the speed to boot. I, I think that. Uh, storytelling and emotion yeah. takes a takes a lot, and uh, when it comes to both Star Wars and professional wrestling, Quillen Voss I, I think is a, is a no brainer to me. I love it; it's a great decision. And like you said, you, you said it very well. We're not just looking at Star Wars characters and thinking who's the biggest and the baddest and get in the ring. That factors into it. But pro wrestling to tell a story in the ring and to pull off a, a lot of what you need, a lot of to convey some of the emotions, mm-hmm. you need some uh, interesting different characters. And Quinlan Voss, I wouldn't. Do you see him, to use a pro wrestling term for our non, non-pro wrestling listening audience, a term like a tweener? Do you, a I little was, bit like a tweener? I was going to say that, but I think more of somebody that uh, uh, companies use to uh, for both sides of both good guy and bad guy face and heel. Right. Um, like like your edge. Like I, I, I was almost going to say the big show, but he he a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, a little too much. Flipping but I would, I would say also maybe a Chris Jericho. Right. Where, That's great. Uh, he reinvents himself every time you see him, whether it be as a good guy or a bad guy. You're rooting for him either way. Right. And Quinlan Voss definitely took a dive into the dark side mm-hmm. in the great novel Dark Disciple. He's got, uh, you know, uh, an interesting backstory. He's loved by the fans, loved by the EU fans, loved him so much they made him a canon character, essentially, <laughs> yeah. for George Lucas. So I think that's a, a great decision. And, and, and yeah, you're you, you're talking about Edge, and I also think of, like, Edge and Christian and the brood with Gangrel back in the ni- in late 90s. <laughs> yeah. Because why is Quinlan Voss just sitting there watching, perched at the table uh, in Phantom Menace? Why is he getting involved? And that's yeah. how they kind of debuted. So that, that, that's a good connection. Makes yeah. sense. Quinlan Voss, number five for Mark. So my number five is Malakili, the Rancor Keeper. <laughs> what? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You got you to tell me about this one. <laughs> Please. All right. Wrestling has a lot of different styles and looks. You know True, this. You're, of like course. I said, you, you've got uh, you've got wrestling in your brain going mm-hmm. back to the 1920s uh, on, right? Uh, Gotch and Hackenschmidt, and and then all, you work your way up to the 50s. All right, you work up to the 60s, early 70s. Guys like Dick the Bruiser. Mm-hmm. When you look at the builds of the wrestlers in the in, in the late 60s, the work of the territory days, some of these guys they look like they're built like the Rancor Keeper. Yeah. So you better not be throwing Bastion Booger at me. Bastion Booger, not quite. <laughs> but maybe like your uh, your uh, your earthquakes. Earthquake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and, and, and he's he's so so the thing, the Rancor Keeper doesn't even need a gimmick change in terms of what he's his gear. He's yeah. dressed to go. He looks like an old territory heel that comes into Chattanooga and works that territory for a while, and puts your your baby face champion over. Cry because a good heel. <laughs> A good like heel, you know, will whimper and cry. Mm-hmm. And there's the Rancor keeper in front of in front of Patessa the Rancor crying. <laughs> just, that works. He just looks like an old territory style. It's a really sad Haystacks Calhoun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, again, in fact, I am really disappointed that no one out there, if you're an independent wrestler out there working. You know, like uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, my friend Papadon, the Greek god Papadon. I do know. Uh, he he listens to Force Center and Jedi Council. He loves Star Wars. He is one of the better heels working out there today. Uh, why can't he tag with someone like the Rancor Keeper? I want to know. 
<laughs> I don't see why not. Let's 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 figure out. Let's let's get with creative. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure out how we can yes. make that work. Yes, and an opposites attract kind of a way. Absolutely. Oh, so Malakili, the Rancor Keeper, number five. He doesn't need oh. a title. He's the guy. That, he's like a little bit like <laughs> he's built like a latter years uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. All right. So you need to, he's not going to maybe take a title anymore, but he's going to put over your, your baby face and it's going to be a good And it's story. still a guy you look at like, oh, he can hurt somebody. Yeah, it can hurt somebody. Yeah. You're threatened by him, but then yeah. he starts blubbering in the ring. That's my first one. Oh, it really threw me, Ken. That's yeah, amazing. there you go. That's my number five, Malakili, the Rancor Keeper. So you're number four. In a, complete, in a completely opposite direction. Um... I'd I'd have to go for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ooh, Thrawn! Just we we've seen we're very familiar with his abilities uh, both as a strategist uh, and uh-huh. in hand to hand combat. We've we've seen him train on rebels as well as in in the novels in the comics, and uh, I I see him as like a um, a submission specialist like like right. Bret Hart. Okay. Yes. A, 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 yes. A, just a technical guy who, um, or maybe like uh, in terms of a like for for modern fans like a like a Jack Gallagher or mm-hmm. or like a yeah like a like a British um, like like a catch almost right. like body manipulation mm-hmm. sort sort of a style where um, you may have him on the ground right now, but that's all mm-hmm. a part of his plan. He also reminds me a little bit of this is a great choice because it reminds me. He's kind of got that ring tactician vibe and little he might be a little Jake Robertson's prime when it comes to mm. cutting promos. Ooh, yeah. He's talking about walking the dark side and I'm going to study you. Mm. I'm going to study your what your interests are so I know how to take you down in the ring. I could see that. Yeah. And and, and he's as we learned in 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 the Thrawn the Zon's new Thrawn novel, he's good and it, we saw it play out a little bit in in uh, excuse me, in Rebels that um that we, we he's He's got some those skills. He's got some self defense skills. So yeah. you, you might go, oh, he's a prissy officer, right? You mm-hmm. might you might fall for that, and then he's going to take you down. Or he might um, he might come him. into a Fed as a um, as a manager. Yeah, and you know what? No, you've been a thorn in my side for too long, and you challenge the ah. manager, and then the manager shows up and like rips off the uniform, and he's wearing like a like a Ooh. singlet with. That's excellent. You know who you you know who you kind of reminds me of hmm. Precious Paul Ellering. Pro, oh my goodness! Yeah, especially back in the day. Yeah, pr- prior to Rocco and LOD at WrestleMania mm-hmm. Eight or whatever it was there, uh, and and now even Ellery now I know he's no longer with the uh, no the, no no the, he's the pain, he's done the, the office his, of pain his uh, the chapter is closed chapter under, is closed he probably just want to leave Orlando yeah he, um, that's exactly right. <laughs> so Thrawn I love that I love because he is he, he he's a manager type he could run a stable uh, Paul Ellering also in the the first War Games yes and just word association War, war. And, and he knows uh, he knows how how to uh, uh, yeah I I, I now want to see Thrawn just take on everybody I love that because why not your number four Grand Admiral Thrawn my number four is Jin Erso. All really? Right? Jin Erso. Yeah. Here's the thing about Jin Erso. I was trying to think, what what is she like? What what do I see her in the ring today? And I might look at like a Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. uh, who's, you know, a fighter, a scrapper, and that maybe uh, there's others with more fanfare right now, more fancy robes, fancy dresses, big entrances, and they're getting the big pushes. But there's Becky Lynch who's had her great moments. 
who mm-hmm. can get it, who just who can just go uh, and and has got the uh, you know kind of got that steampunk vibe yeah. at times. Generates a, a good reaction from the crowd. Yeah. Everybody loves her regardless. You root for her. Yeah. Yes, you root for her, and I think people root for Jenner. So she's proven. She might not be a technical master, but she's going to get in that ring with a bunch of stormtroopers, and she's going to elbow them. She's going to kick them. She might break their arm. Claw an eye out, and yeah. she's going to get it done. Jyn Erso would be that baby face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and I'm assuming generally now, and it's weird that we've entered this point in pop culture where, where the general audience understands heel baby face, heel face more than back in the day. So mm-hmm. baby face, face, the good guys, the good, the good girls, the ones you're rooting for. Jen Urso would have that sympathetic baby face type of, of, of vibe and storytelling. I'm thinking of like world championship, uh, uh, uh world-class championship wrestling, you know where you're trying to you know put someone up against the Freebirds and and the, your baby face is always on the ropes. Yeah, it's Kevin Von Erich. Er- yeah, yeah, Von Von er- it's Kevin Von Erich. It's it's not so much Kerry but more Kevin. Mm-hmm. And they're on the ropes. They're chasing the champion. They're chasing the bad guys. And then they're gonna get it done. And the crowd's gonna be be behind Jen Urso. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that too. That's a good choice. Scrappy Urso. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll give her give her a nickname. Jumping Jen Urso. Jumping. <laughs> Already respect to jumping Jim Brunzel. So that's my number four, Jin <laughs> Urso. So your number three. Uh and I well, I just like to think of the scene in Rogue One was like, um, you're going by the name Jumping Jin Urso. <laughs> <laughs> Rapid delivery, Rory Calhoun. <laughs> Oh, mm. oh, was that from that MTV? That's from that MTV thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a pull. What a pull. Oh boy. Um yeah. So for my number three, um, staying in the world of animation, uh, I picked Zebarellios. Oh, yeah. From Star Wars Rebels. Yes, sir. Uh, he, uh, especially uh, this last season where he had that fight um, on, on the mining planet, where it's him and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Kanan. Is, okay, yeah, yeah. Him and Kanan versus... Um, it was just, they were picking up a friend of theirs. It's been, it's yeah. been a while since, since I've watched there it. It was probably a puffer pig in the episode. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but he, he took a vertical suplex. Yeah, on, he did. On he steel. Did. So it was, it was one of the, but also just his, his, uh, uh, hand to hand content, his brawl, uh, his, uh, brawler, uh, mm-hmm. mindset. It re- he reminded me of like a Luke Harper where it's somebody okay. that still has, who's big, but still has a lot of speed and yeah. can move around. Um, and I'm t- I was totally blanking on his name. There was there was a, a legend who was gone from us a little too soon um, that had like that had fur around his uh, his ankles. Oh, you talking about uh, uh, you talking about Bruiser Brody? I'm talking about Bruiser Brody. Yes, yes that's yes, exactly yeah. who I'm talking about. Yes, I kept thinking about Bad News Brown, and I went, "That is not <laughs> who is, I'm, that is I'm not, not it. thinking about." Yes, yeah, yeah, Bruiser Brody, the the the, the late great Bruiser Brody. But I, I think Zeb, uh, especially if you're talking about an attraction, you know, being the, the last of his species, you know, sort of a thing. That's right. A, yes, something you can you can call out. But uh, I, I like I I like his chances at the at the top. Well, the the thing with Zeb, so Zeb's got the size and he's got the strength. He's got everything you need in pro wrestling, right? But you, you need a good story. You mm-hmm. need you need whether you're heel or babyface. You need a good story. Like we keep saying, story, 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 wrestling, storytelling. And Zeb's got this last of his people kind of kind of vibe. Yes, there's there's more of his people that are still alive. We we see that at the end of Rebels. We know that with one of the episodes. But he's fighting for him. He's fighting. He's got a cause. So you want to root for Zeb to win. You need him to win. He's mm-hmm. got a lot riding on his shoulders, and I think he again makes a sympathetic character. Uh, he's a big, a big face. He's a big six foot five monster face, yeah, yeah, yeah. which happens every now like and then. A, you know? Like a like a modern day Braun Strowman. 
Yeah. Uh, but that's, just, a, that's an excellent example. It's like yeah. the last of the Lasat. Yeah. Zeb Aurelios. <laughs> something, you know, it, it like books that. itself. Books I like itself. that. It books itself. Books itself. Oh, man, we're having fun here. I hope that people listening who aren't wrestling fans can can get behind this. And at the same same note, I hope people are listening. <laughs> they are. They are. Um, uh, you know, my friend Dan Farron, Dangerous Dan Farron, always says, don't, don't, you know, sometimes you apologize for being a wrestling fan, Ken. We, we're past that. Mm-hmm. We're past it. It's not the 80s anymore or mid-90s where I used to have to apologize. My radio show, we interviewed Triple H, and people were like, who, Hunter Hearst, what now? <laughs> Oh, if we only knew. Um, all right, so that is your number three. My number three is a tag team. Oh. Are you ready for Chewbacca and Captain Tarful, the Mighty Wookiees? I'm terrified. <laughs> That's right. Much like with your Zeb pick, I was mm. like, Chewbacca deserves this list. He could rip arms out of sockets. I thought of Bruiser Brody. That's mm-hmm. a great example. Uh, lesser version of that is John Nor the Berserker. Later on, <laughs> that's uh, uh, Vince Jr. trying to capture some of that vibe. Uh, but and this is a this is a mid '90s pool. There was a tag team called the Harris Brothers that wrestled for a long time, and they made the big show. They made the Fed as Jacob and Eli Blue. Mid '90s, mid '90s wrestling WWF at the time. They uh, they debuted at the 1995 Royal Rumble called the Blue Brothers, Jacob and Eli Blue, and they were managed for a while by Uncle Zebekiah, Dirty Dutch Mantel, uh, Zeb Coulter later on mm-hmm. for a while. So they kind of look like Wookiees. <laughs> yeah, they do. At time, at the time, they had kind of this these leather kind of shirt tops, big, big poofy hair and beards. So, but it was all brown. It was all brown. All brown. All brown. So I love tag team wrestling. So to me, I've got a championship team right here with Chewbacca and Captain Tarfa. We saw them on display in Revenge of the Sith. We saw they were trusted by Jedi. Uh, they they could handle their own. They survived a tough war. We don't know, you know, we know the enslavement of Kashyyyk did happen, and, and there maybe their story ended a little bad. The team had to break up. Chewbacca had to go out on his own, <laughs> find a new tag team partner, Chewbacca and Han Solo, which is a next-generation tag team that might work, but I'm going back, kind of an old Classics. territory vibe, the Mighty Wookiees. Interesting. I, the, the, names, the names got me, and I, and I looked them up real quick while you were talking. Mm-hmm. They went on to be DOA. They did. Which was just, like, I had their action figures. I yes. love DOA. DOA, wow. that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, with uh, with Brian Adams and uh, mm-hmm. the team there, yeah. Oh, we're talking mid-90s wrestling Jeez. here on Force Center. Wow. it's What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. But Chewbacca, I could see Chewbacca and Captain Tarfall. I could see tag team titles on them. Oh, you wouldn't be able to get near them because yeah. they'd rip you to pieces. They're Literally. tough to defeat. So that's my number three, which means we're up to your number two. Yes, my number two. Uh, I'm going for another uh, uh, Jedi Knight, as it were. Mm. Um, the one, the only, Kit Fisto. <laughs> yeah. uh, Smiling his way through. <laughs> and and he, re- he reminds me, and it's not, it's not just because of uh, mm. his, uh, his, quote, hair, yeah. um, but he reminds me of, like, a Kofi Kingston yeah. Or, or um, not just because I work for him, but like an X-Pac yeah. or, or one of those uh, light heavyweight that holds their own against the the, the bigger boys. Um, his episode, Kid Fisto's episode of, of Clone Wars with uh, General Grievous is one of my favorites because it showed what right. the purpose of what uh, Clone Wars was for was to sort of uh, just make... 
explain a little bit more of everybody that you see on screen. Right. And we see him on screen for what, two to three minutes, maybe. Yeah. Cause he's, he's like, he's close. He's got a close up in episode two. Yeah. And then he's one of the four that gets killed Just, by Palpatine yeah. in, the, in three. <laughs> Puts, but, puts Palpatine over. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is it's one. It's one of the things where. Oh well, that's the heavyweight. Yeah, it's time to do yep. your job. We've built you up so that people can care about you, so that you yep. can lose. And and uh, it's part of the reason why I put him on the list because he, the fact that he did, he is one of the only other people to go up against General Grievous and actually make a dent. Right. And uh, he's he's good at escaping. Yeah, uh, and I would say Kofi Kingston, some of the best escapes uh, of Rumbles? from the Royal Rumble. Um, if if you're not a wrestling fan, you just look up Kofi Kingston Royal Rumble and look at some of the feats of strength, of athleticism yeah. and speed that uh, and intelligence that that Kofi does to stay in the over the top battle royal that is the Royal Rumble. Uh, and that that's kind of that's the the first person that I thought of when I was when I was going through. Um, I, I wanted to to pick some I like it some deeper folks and Kit Fisto has always been one that stuck out in my mind and maybe because I just had that that association with him being a wrestler yeah I I think it is that smile is contagious the fans mm-hmm. who get behind him he's got that great spot in Attack of the Clones pushing uh, the hybrid three PO yeah. over and that moment kind of informed the character going forward in the Star Wars databank you know they say he's got a he's always quick with a smile mm-hmm. type of approach. And then, yeah, during the Clone Wars, and particularly the Tartakovsky Clone Wars, he gets to he get, that gets, too. gets yeah. to really show what he can do. So that's why I think a lot of people do love Kit Fisto, which would make him a great champion in wrestling. Mm-hmm. People, it, even if him. not a champion, just somebody that like uh, uh, Kofi has always been one of my favorite singles. One, just one of my favorite wrestlers in general. Yeah. And more recently, um, he's been with the New Day for a couple of years. But there was there was a time when he in between. Uh, uh, being Jamaican, Jamaican. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and coming out of that. And, and he had a tag team championship with Evan Bourne. Yeah. But since then he had a super strong uh, singles run. He had the intercontinental and I think also the United States, but I may be wrong about that. I think he did. But yeah. he, he beat Randy Orton, his, his uh, rivalry stupid, with Randy. Stupid. Orton. <laughs> yes, that, um, but his rivalry with Randy Orton, he, where he actually, uh, he beat him once. Yeah. Put like beyond put him on the map for me because like oh he just beat the champion uh-huh. he should be the number one contender now and then just never did anything with it. Yeah. Um, but but Kofi's always been one of my favorites and and is always somebody that you see him coming you know you're in for something special and I feel the same way about Kid Fisto. I love it, Kid Fisto, getting some love on this episode. That is your number two, my number two. Now look here here it is. You know we talked about it. Sometimes you you want to get. Uh, Sometimes you want to get cute. You're like you got a Star Wars list. It's like what weird character do I know that I can translate it? And that's that's appropriate for a lot of lists, including this one. Looking at you, Malakili. But sometimes I think well, you got to go with the superstars. So my number two is what I'm calling kind of my version of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, is Mace Windu. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, all right. A little less charismatic than Steve. A little less. I don't know. I mean, maybe more Goldberg. Maybe actually, maybe a little more. Maybe Goldberg. a little more Goldberg. Uh, Doesn't say much. What he says matters, and he speaks when he fights. 
he he's got a little something different about him and and he can come in and handle himself in a mm-hmm. fight uh oh boy yeah <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> right? So maybe, okay. Maybe. Go, I think I'll, I'll go with Goldberg a little bit Goldberg more. Goldberg over Steve? Um, I'll accept that. Yeah. I'll accept that, uh, that, that correction. Uh, yeah, especially like n- late 90s, early 2000s, WCW Goldberg. That's the high, the heyday of Goldberg. Mm-hmm. As opposed to now. Yeah. Say a couple of good things like, oh, damn, did you just say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I like that. The thing about Mace to me is he is respected. He is feared. I think he intimidates even Jedi. I think that oh, Mace is the best. I think they view him as the best lightsaber fighter. He, in my mind, uh, he defeated Palpatine. Just he lost by interference. Mm-hmm. He, well, I guess we would say he technically DQ. won by DQ, but yeah. he uh, paid the price there. <laughs> and can do in the run-in. And I think Mace, I really look at Mace as, as the top dog, a Hall of Famer. And he's grown, but he's always stayed who he is. You look at that the the Mace Windu comic, mm-hmm. and they flash back to his youth. He learned. He learned some valuable lessons. So I think he had some losses earlier, and then now he's he's just turned, and he's he's a leader in the locker room. Yeah, maybe he's kind of like an undertaker. Maybe you know, in the locker room and the in the in the backstage stuff, he was he was the he was the judge, jury, and executioner of the that, that locker room, Jedi court, Jedi court. So Mace is kind of like that too, yeah. behind the scenes and in front of the lights. Mace Windu is is to me an excellent choice for a professional. Yeah, wrestler. all around, uh, in in ring, behind the curtain, uh, maybe have somebody do his promos for him. But yeah, no, I can see it. I can. He doesn't see it. need to say much, no. man. He comes in, wreck shop, and leaves. And what he says. Just go back to those prequels, man. What he says is usually right. Mm-hmm. Usually right. Uh, you know, he, he was on to some things. I, I still want to do, I'm probably going to do a Star Wars ranked, a solo version. Sometimes I do them by myself uh, of the top five predictions that Mace had right that no one listened to at the time. <laughs> That's you good. Know? That's good. So that is my number two. We usually close with the guest number one, and it's going to be no different today. We're going to go to my number one. Actually, before we do, I want to talk about some honorable mentions. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have anyone on your list who didn't I, make it? I do have a couple. Okay. Um, I, I literally have a couple. I have two. Mm. Um, I I wanted to figure out a way to get this guy on the list, but ultimately I was mm. like, you know what? Droids aren't fair. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that too. Uh, but yeah, but I think uh, if, if a droid version of Brian Pillman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mr. Bones. Mr. Bones is a great. That's a great pull. Like I, I, he was one of the first people I thought of when you when you were like, "Hey, a list," and I went, "Oh, Mr. Bones is crazy. He's yeah. or maybe like a Dean Ambrose or or something like that." Yeah. But but I was like, "That's a droid. That's not fair." I uh, yeah. You know, we didn't. We you and I both kind of because I didn't really give any rules for this. I mm-hmm. just said do it. And I almost put K2SO somewhere around. I did too, but I was like, mm. but it didn't seem fair. Yeah. It didn't seem fair. You know, we don't, it's like a 93 WCW gimmick wrestler, like <laughs> the Yeti or something <laughs> like that. Yeti. But Dr. Bones, Mr. Bones, not Dr. Bones, Mr. Bones, who's a doctor of violence, yes. would be a good decision. <laughs> uh, your other uh, honorable mention? Uh, my other one was uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, yeah. I, I imagined him as a Roman Reigns type where um, uh, I, do, I don't I don't agree with this sentiment, but I see the mm-hmm. the sentiment of fans going like, why are they trying to make Kylo Ren this great villain when he's right. not he's not anything special? Right. Sort of reminded me of another guy, our our good friend Joe. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I that and that's really the only reason was for that joke was he's he's. He does great work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the work that he does. He doesn't get the uh, the fair share of respect that right. that he deserves. Yeah, uh, 
and we're we're not we haven't even seen everything yet. Right. Uh, let's give him a chance to to finish it out. I agree with that. I think you know I'm uh, I'm not against the rise of Roman Reigns. And to those who don't follow wrestling but are but are still listening for the fun here, Roman Reigns is a wrestler. Kind of a, a lot of people believe he's been anointed by management in 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 real life as yeah. a business decision. This guy's got the look. He kind of looks like. The Rock meets Cal Drogo. He's got yeah, the look. He's got definitely. the size. I think he can go in the ring. I think he can work. I, I don't have. I don't see why people. You know, he's, is he Seth Rollins? No, no, no. A lot of people aren't. Uh, he's got the presence, mm-hmm. but just hasn't worked. And so the the belief is he's put into the situation. Situation is the next big thing, and maybe the fans. Some fans buy it. Some fans don't. And I think that works for Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren's one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I know he resonates with you as well. But a lot of people are like, he's he's no Vader, even in story and yeah. and out of story. And, and similarly to, to Roman Reigns, he's they're trying to make him John Cena right, again. It's like right. just let him be him. They're trying to make Kylo Lord Vader, and it's like, yeah. no, he's something else there. So that's a good honorable mention too. I have four. Okay, four honorable mentions. Uh, Doctor Afra going to the comics. Similar to Jyn Erso, mm-hmm. uh, kind of reminds me of a wild card, kind of comes in scrappy as well, gets it done and always escapes, always comes out on top. So Afra's an interesting character to me, and I it's think she pick. can translate. She's got some personality. She cut a good promo. Yeah. She cut a really good promo. Uh, then I've got Orson Krennic. Re- why did you put Krennic on there? Because. Or why did you not put Krennic on well, there? Well, Krennic almost made the list, because we're, we're, again, we're thinking... Success. You and I are booking some, we're making some stars here, right? Yeah. Well, you also need that whiny, whiny heel. <laughs> and Orson Krennic could be a manager. He could be, you know, a manager or... Or he could uh, be like your Cyrus, the rep, the TV representative yeah. like, um, from the network. And he is going to be the type that keeps losing. He keeps losing when he's so close to winning. Deploy the garrison! <laughs> And he freaks out, and he's whiny, and then when he gets the chance, all his promos are, like, when he's talking to Car- Tarkin, this is my Death Star. You stand here on my accomplishments. <laughs> just one of those heels that you just love to root against, but you also, that's valuable. That brings in green when you have a heel you love to root against. Just a weasel, like yeah. a, like, a, like a Bobby Heenan. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. Not, not as funny as no, Heenan. not as funny. Not as funny, but just got that More pathetic. Thing. Yeah, yeah. A little, a little bit, like, it could be... Miz a few years ago or some bad things were happening oh, and he's yeah. good. Like now I think he's at a different phase in his career, mm-hmm. but like, you know, so close. I was a main eventer. I, you stand on my accomplishments, John Cena. That'd be good. Uh, my other two choices quickly, Lando Calrissian. Oh. Because we need a smooth talking uh, uh, baby face out there. You can imagine Lando coming to the ring with those capes. Oh, beautiful and scarf, and it's it's either Billy D or Donald Glover. Doesn't matter. It that's that's Ric Flair. Yes, you know? a little bit like Ric Flair. Oh, that's a little bit smoother. Point. Just co- coming out, taking his dun, time. Dun, this is my time. I'm gonna be spending dun, it as much dun. as I want. Hello, what do we have here? What, yeah. uh, right, uh, right. It is catchphrase. You got a catchphrase. What phrase? do we have here? Yeah. Every time Kathy Kelly could be interviewing him. Here's my guest at this <laughs> whoa, time, whoa. Lando. Hello, what do we have here? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's gonna cut a good, but he's but he's liked and he's loved. Yeah. See, uh, Ric Flair uh, is a good, a good uh, correlation. And my final one there, because we need, we need some scrappy, scrappy little guys who get the job done. Paplu, the Ewok. The Ewok, okay. Steals the speeder bike, causes chaos, a little bit like Hornswoggle. <laughs> I'm saying Paplu, who I always call the drunk Ewok, because I figure you have to be drunk to, to willingly steal a speeder bike. 
Um, I mean, if you, yeah, and be a hero. He was a hero. Paplu's a hero. Paplu's a hero. I still think he owes <laughs> some other Ewoks. Paplu's a hero. Yeah, he owes some other Ewoks some money, but he's that guy. Think, uh, think, uh, think the history of wrestling. You've got, uh, you've mm. got, you've got guys like Paplu, and I think Paplu would be my choice. Oh, right. Swaggle was a good pull on that. Exactly. So that is the list. Let me go to my number one, so we can close with your number one. My number one. I changed my list. I, I last minute changed my list, and, and I informed you before I sent you off the email here. Mm-hmm. I, I cha- I, he wasn't on the list, and I thought about it. And I think my number one choice for the best Star Wars character that would be a pro wrestler is Yoda. 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 Wrestler, you say? Yes, yes Yoda. All right. As uh, In fact, you, you, know, you can honk with joy if you want, Mark. But here's the thing. I, and I often do. There's a there's a thing in professional wrestling, uh, the the luchadors, right? Mm-hmm. And that is translated into a lot of different styles. And now well, light light uh, light heavyweights or WWE cruiserweights is, is actually more the term I'm thinking there. Um, in WWE, you got the 205 Live show right now. These are guys, uh, smaller guys who come on in, and they I call them the flippity flops. <laughs> All right, and that's I love the I love the stuff. It's not mm-hmm. always my favorite style of wrestling. It's just spot, 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 spot. Monkey is another term for it too. Um, but they are immensely talented, and they bring their own passionate fans. After watching Yoda fight Count Dooku, <laughs> literally flippity flopping around, he is to me Rey Mysterio at yeah. his prime in the WWE. Five foot four in a ring amongst giants. Literal giants. Literal giants compared to him. Taking them down. Guys two feet taller than a Momost. And he is uh, winning. And then Ray had that great run yeah. uh, to honor Eddie Guerrero, the late Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, and takes the, uh, the world championship. And the crowd was behind him. And he now he's a beloved veteran. And when he shows yeah. up, people are like, yeah, it's Ray Mysterio. The Six biggest event of the entire Royal Rumble of 2018 was him coming out mm. uh, and, and making a, a return. Uh, got to see him at, at WrestleCon over the weekend, and he's he's just doing great. He's doing great. He's doing amazing. Life. And he's, like I said, he's older now. He's a veteran now. But Yoda's got that same vibe. He's mm-hmm. going to come on out. You saw Last Jedi, he shows back up. People yeah. are like, yeah, it's Yoda. <laughs> it's Yoda. And then he's got the skills to flip-flop around. Got the small lightsaber. You're gonna every time, every time Yoda enters the ring, you're gonna think this guy can't win. There's no way he can win, but he's gonna find a way. He's to win. gonna do something to amaze you and yeah. leave you talking about it. Right. Uh, I would say my, some of my favorite stuff in hindsight. You know, flippity flop. People weren't yeah. people weren't expecting Yoda to be that type of physical when right. it came to the lightsaber fight. But in Episode Three, when he Throws the lightsaber mm-hmm. and then uh, at, into the stormtrooper yep. and then jumps off of it, takes it, and Boom. starts going again. It's just like, all right, that, that was really that's, cool. That's that a great was, spot. That that's really a great cool. spot. It's a great spot. Could you imagine he's in the ring with a clone trooper and he's like, uh, lightsaber throw, drop down, head kill. Like, you know, like, what? Zoom. <laughs> Yoda, man. An endless of, you know what? A wrestling fed on Kamina would be great because you could try anything mm-hmm. and the repercussions wouldn't <laughs> be as training. terrible. It's a good, the Kamino dojo. <laughs> it's a good training. Get our good friend, uh, the hobo, uh, Rob, what's his, Robert Baines. Robert right? Baines. Robert Baines is new gimmick now. Uh, Brandon Taylor there. All right, guys, uh, that's my number one. But to close the list today. Mark Danica is going to get on his Star Wars wrestling soapbox and give us his number one. 
Well, you're talking about heavyweights, mm-hmm. and there's no bigger heavyweight. Uh, uh, maybe I should say it like this. My name is Sheev Palpatine, <laughs> and I... So I think uh, Darth Vader <laughs> yes. with Palpatine as his manager in a Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman-esque sort of relationship where Vader doesn't... Palpatine does all the talking, and Vader comes in and wrecks shop, especially... Actually, I don't know if anybody's done it yet, but I, I kind of want to see the scene in Rogue One with Brock Lesnar's music over it. This is this is great. Just a, a terror. People see him and they're li- afraid, yeah. <laughs> legitimately afraid. And uh, you can guess whether I'm talking about Brock or or Vader. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where you've we've seen his origins. We've seen yes. how, how he's come up, and it turns just that little bit of destructive. We yeah. spend some time away, <laughs> and when we come back, he is just a monster. And then he's got the mouthpiece, mm-hmm. Sheev Palpatine talking from... I love this pick. This <sighs> is the choice. This is why we had to end the show with this. Vader managed by Palpatine. Mm-hmm. What a main event caliber wrestler. And, and if we're talking about uh, territories, like yeah. this is... The high money. You're going to take him around Ooh. to territories. Uh, he's going to wreck shop. You're going to go over to uh, Camino, Moncala. You're going to you're going to uh, <laughs> take on your champion of the territory. Vader will defeat him. Yeah, I love. Can you imagine that music hits? You're the John Cena's in the ring, cutting. The, you know, oh, I'm here. I'm the uh, the champ is here. All of a sudden, lights go out and here, dung dung da dung dung da dung dung da dung. Oh, that's 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 Vader's music. That's Vader's music. <laughs> Not big Van, Van Not Vader. Not big Van Vader. Not Vader time. But you could use it's time. It's Vader time. Oh God. And uh, <laughs> my name is She Palpatine, and I manage the Dark Lord of the Sith. Darth Vader. Uh, and but now I just I want to see the Vader mask with the Vader, <laughs> with mask, the Vader mask, the Darth Vader mask with the big Van Vader mask yeah. over it, the Mastodon mask over it. <laughs> so, oh boy! Can you imagine that as a main event? Yoda versus Darth Vader, Palpatine in the corner of Vader. Maybe we throw uh, maybe Mace is in the corner of Yoda, just uh, ringside, give him a little backup just to make sure. Uh, Newt Gunray, special guest referee. Newt Gunray. (laughs) (laughs) Is that legal? I will make it legal. Yes. So uh, all of the perfect. folks out there in, in, in the world of 2K that like creating stuff, yes. let's get some, let's, let's get this do going. This. Let's do this. All right. That is our list. The Star Wars characters we feel would make the best professional wrestlers. I hope you guys had some fun today. This was uh, fun for Mark and I because we are fans of both these properties. And uh, Mark, I can't thank you enough for coming in and bringing the heat there, man. Always the good my pleasure. Heat. Always my pleasure. Yes. Um, tell them where they can follow you and all your ventures, including uh, you got a lot of great stuff going on on Twitch. Uh, I do, yes. Um, I, I'll do the Reader's Digest version. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Uh, I'm on Twitch as a part of a streaming group called Inventory Full PT. Give us a search. We have a talk show every Monday, and we stream throughout the week. Um, I, I recently streamed. Uh, I, I, 
I'm pretty sure it was it was WWE 2K. I'm yep. not, I, you know, I'm traveling through time uh, <laughs> right now, but uh, I'm pretty sure just because I'm in that wrestling mood right now, yeah, uh, might as well. But um, uh, make sure to follow us there. I'm also I I work for Geek and Sundry, um, mm-hmm. so you may might see me on camera uh, every every once in a while over there. Yeah. Um, if but in terms of the world of wrestling, make sure to check out the NXT After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Right. I'm the lead host of that. You can uh, hear us talking about some of the up and comers in the industry and even some titans in the industry that just happened to join the company. Yeah. Um, uh, aside from that, um, I'm also uh, a part of the Nerd Soul podcast with Michael Young and Alexis Torres, uh, the final troop of Jedi Alliance yeah. folks. We ended we always ended up talking about some little bit of pop culture on the show anyway. So now we have we've made it its Great. own thing. So go over and, and check that out over there. And then um, movie trivia showdown. That's right. The Enforcer, that's, Mark Donica. That's me. In my corner, and I'm in your corner yes, for sir. all the events. So check us out over there. You make a good heel. Oh, thank you, You're sir. You're a nice guy, but you make a good heel. I, I'm excited to, for people to see what's coming up. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Thanks so much. You can follow us on Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Force Center and the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. And tell us your choices. Do you agree with ours? What's your card? Make a card. Let me know. Let us know. You can also find us on Facebook, the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Force Center. And T Public. go over there, check out the Force Center shirts, including our speculate responsibly shirt a shout out to the wrestling folks i know who love wrestling like the greek god papaton and frankie kazarian and our old friend kathy kelly all you star wars fans hit hidden in plain sight out there in wrestling join together join together join maybe, us maybe one of you will come to the ring as malakili the rancor keeper <laughs> please do that's it we'll see you guys next time star wars has been ranked Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.